I am Kaplowitz for of with Kaplowitz Media, and this is Kaplowitz Radio, which is a production of Kaplowitz Media, episode 146. And hey, gentle persons, thanks for tuning in. Please visit www.kaplowitz.xyz for more. Also, at Kaplowitz Media on Twitter and Facebook.com slash Kaplowitz Media, of course, on, you know, Facebook. To jump straight into some Kaplowitz Media news, some hashtag KM news. T. Kaplowitz Media, Kaplowitz Radio, Kaplowitz Television, which we'll get to in a tick, has since 2015 been at the very least cigar centric. At most, the sole and primary, the the sole as well as primary focus has been cigars. Now, just recently, in the last month or so, it's been joined, well, it was joined by tea and coffee. Coffee has fallen aside, asunder. Why? Because I have mental issues, gentle persons. What was eating me about coffee? Legitimate mental issues. Over-caffeination leading to ruminating, nervousness, anxiety, the jitters. Don't get that with tea. And if I drink a dark enough tea, I'm almost caffeinated enough not to need a nap at 2.30 every afternoon, but to just kind of want one. So tea... Added two cigars and in an official capacity via uh, Tease of the Month, which post to Kaplowitz.xyz, that's K-A-P-L-O-W-I-T-Z, each and every final last day of the month. Also, some news there. We just wrapped up over at Capitalist Media, and we, meaning me and my miniature dachshund, Ruby Vandella, head of creati- creativity, the creativity department at Capitalist Media, uh, just recently wrapped up Cigar of the Year. Last episode, 145 of Capitalist Radio, was a recap, if you will. Of those festivities, huge year for uh, for the best of posting so far as gain cigars. So much so that um, interviews, which I'll get to shortly, indicated at least one of the two co-winners. It was the first year with a co-winner, and hopefully the last. Uh, glad I got away with that one. I just couldn't decide anyway. Uh, look for one winner next year and the year after. I don't know, at least. But, but so impactful was the Capitalist Media Cigar of the Year that one of the cigars cited that award 
again, Kaplowitz Media Cigar of the Year, as uh, one of the impetuses behind them selling out each and every Vitola. And I speak, of course, of the Viva da Vida from Artesano del Tobacco. Also following up a little bit, the co-winner, the co-numero uno, uh, and I mentioned these in no particular order, uh, Stolen Throne, Crook of the Crown, uh, back in stock. So let's sell those out too and really flex our muscles, shall we, gentle persons. Also recording uh, on a completely different tangent, I'm recording at my kitchen table. So if the audio quality is any less than perfect, welcome to Kaplowitz Radio. Tea of the year. Tea. Did I mention that yet? I have bullet points. I lose track and I don't know. But if I haven't mentioned yet, I'll mention it again. Well, no, if I have mentioned it already. I will mention it again. If I have not mentioned it yet, I will go on to mention it now as soon as I take off my hoodie. It got warm. Anyway, Kaplowitz Media Tea of the Year dropping at Kaplowitz.xyz, the HQ worldwide on the www of Kaplowitz Media. The 31st of December. It won't be this year since it's a short year. I have not been doing teas of the month this entire time. So picking, it just wouldn't work. The formula I have in place for Kaplowitz Cigar of the Year in the tea of the year. That will be in 2020. 2019, right around the corner, just after Xmas, this coming December 31st, will be a rather abridged single posting, no editing, not like the unfurling of Cigar of the Year, but it will be a top 10 Tea of the Year posting, which will set the precedence for such, and as such, but not really because it won't be as such, because from there on out, again in 2020, it will take days to get to the final destination because really it's all about the journey, gentle persons, especially if you can't read maps well. Espresso video reviews then, in keeping with my uh, my rumination that would keep me up all night miserably, I have not cured my insomnia, but I have made it much more pleasant. Espresso video reviews, which I've been hyping for several weeks now, just won't be. Because I like not being crazy. Er, then I have to be. But what will be, gentle persons, as far as video... A post-show to these Kaplowitz Radio episodes following the show immediately. It will be stuff I, like I said, I put bullet points in front of me, like little speaking points in front of me. Uh, I miss some. I don't hit on some as much as I'd like. This always happens at the end of, not always, often happens at the end of a show. I'm like, God damn it, I should have fucking said that. That would have showed how clever I am. Now these people think I'm a dummy. But all those little things that slip through the cracks will be gathered up and put in video form at the end of this show 
Uh, you could get Kaplowitz Television at kaplowitz.xyz under the tab that reads Zucchini. That's not right. It'll be under the tab that reads Kaplowitz Television. And the post show is looking for a singular A, solo A, one uno sponsor. So if you would be interested in that, please, join the persons, let me know from the T, from the Cigar uh, Industries. Again, don't forget, I have some impact. I have some influence. But really, if I had influence, would I be doing laundry as I'm doing this show? I'm sorry if you could hear my washer in the background. Kaplowitz reads Kaplowitz. I've had this as a fill-in replacement kind of here and there show where I read uh, my reviews of, of, of cigars. And now of teas, and occasionally of brick and mortars of each. That will now be a segment here <coughs> on Kaplowitz Radio episodes, each and every one of them. Also looking for a sponsor there. New email address, gentle persons. I believe I mentioned this already. I'll continue to mention it a couple of few more times. My old email address, which I will not say as to avoid any further confusion, is still up, is still running, is still manned, personed. It's still personed. It's still, it still has a person there. But uh, I'm breaking in a new email address, and I'm trying to get some stuff there. And speaking of getting stuff there, get your stuff there. Get uh, thoughts that you want me to touch on, stuff you want me to take on as topics on these shows, maybe on the post show. And how you would get me at my new email address is simply kaplowitzmedia at mail.com. That's kaplowitzmedia at mail.com. That's kaplowitzmedia. M-E-D-I-A at mail, M-A-I-L dot com, C-O-M. New stuff happening, too, that I want to touch on real briefly. I am doing another round of interviews. I've done rounds of interviews in the past. They've all ended with me swearing never to do interviews again, and hey, that's where we're going another time. Last round of interviews, this latest round of interviews, in was including Lars Tietens, which was great fun. Look for another sit-down with Mr. Tietens coming soon. Also, a conversation with the owners of each of the co-cigar of the year as far as Cavaloots Media winners, honorees. And um, that was, of course, and again, Stolen Throne Cigars and Artesano del Tobacco. So excellent interviews, <coughs> getting well received. Look for more. Got a couple booked. If you're interested in uh, being interviewed by yours truly, just sit tight and hope I contact you. Gentle persons, gentle persons, 
gentle persons. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. I'm trying to get a foot ribbon, a foot band off of this smoke. Gentle persons. There is a popular sentiment bandied about on social media, and that is check on your strong friend. Now, it may look like Kaplowitz Media, sitting pretty and on top of the world, all lo-fi and lovely, is your strongest of strong friends. But sometimes it, as well as I, need checking in on. And what better way to check in on the content provider, creator that you love, than by throwing a few bucks at them. And you could do that at PayPal, paypal.me slash K-A-P-L-O-W-I-T-Z. Every little bit helps. Every little bit is greatly appreciated. Is a dollar too little to send? If that's what you got, that's what you got. Is nothing. Is is $100 too much to send? If that's what you got, that's what you got. All points in between. And I don't want to cap myself at 100 Got a 1000 laying around? Fucking hit it, uh, hit me with it. But if you have the zero, there are still ways you could check on your strongest of strong friends on Kaplowitz Media. And that is by sharing content from Kaplowitz Media from www.kaplowitz.xyz2. Wherever you inhabit on social media, your favorite, your platform of choice, be it Twitter, be it Facebook, be it MeWe, I'm kidding, nobody's there, uh, there's probably more people on G+, anyway, and that's defunct to the common man, anyway, sharing content, telling people about it, just telling people in IRL as well. Uh, standing in line at the supermarket trying to make a little chit-chat with a fellow shopper. Uh, mention Kaplowitz.xyz, won't you? But uh, do something. And uh, speaking of paying the bills, it's now time for a word from our Sponsors. Illusione. Cigars deep in flavor. Deep in your mind. Illusione cigars for your cigar comfort. That's www.illusione cigars.com. They are not industry standard and Caldwell Cigars. If you're not running with us, run from us. Our goals will always be creation, innovation, and ambition. www.caldwellcigars.com Run there, gentle persons and GTO cigars from Tabaclara GTO Dominicana are made from the finest aged first generation Cuban seed tobacco and meticulous.
ridiculously crafted by some of the most experienced rollers in the Dominican Republic. I'm petting a German Shepherd puppy. www.gtodominicancigars.com and Gran Habano Cigars. It takes generations to make a great cigar. And on its fourth generation, Gran Habano continues its tradition close to its humble beginnings. And finally, I'm unprepared for this week's presentation of live from the debonair Athenium, Athenium, Athenium. Live from the Debonair Athenaeum is presented, of course, by Debonair Cigars. Visit them at www.debonairhouse.com. Today, reads my notes, I'll be reading a blank. So let's see what I'm going to be reading. Let's go to poetry.org, or what is it? Is it poetryfoundation.org? And pull something out of my buttocks. From twixt me bloody wickets, governor. Poems of Jewish faith and culture with Yom Kippur around the corner. Let's hit that up real quick and see what's going on over here. Uh, poems for Yom Kippur. Outstanding. These are probably going to be terrible. Right up top at bat... I Look For You, by Solomon Ibn Gabriel, Gabriel, Jesus, sorry, that was out of line with Yom Kippur, translated by Peter Cole, <laughs> finally, a name. I look for you early, my rock and my refuge, offering you worship morning and night, before your vastness, I come confused and afraid, for you see the thoughts of my heart. What could the heart and tongue compose, or spirit's strength within me suit you? But song soothes you, and so I'll give praise to your being as long as your breath in me moves. In the very solemn Yom Kippur, to those to which that pertains, in a few days from now, I'm going to give my shot at fasting. We will see. I have a cheat day scheduled for prior to that, so that might take the little edge off. Culturally Jewish, I consider myself, but we shall... See, again, that was live from the Debonair Athenaeum. And presented, of course, by Debonair Cigars. Visit them at www.debonairhouse.com. Before I go on, talking on a couple of other things here, <clears throat> I did want to say I am not smoking a cigar currently. I do have, however, in my hot little hands, an Eastern Standard Maduro from uh, Caldwell Cigars, that I may light at the end of the show, I may sit a little bit, I will definitely be smoking it, and probably speaking of it a little bit, in the post-show at Kaplowitz Television, 
So uh, that's something to look forward to. But I am drinking a tea, as you may hear. It's a pu'er tea. It is a shu pu'er tea. Tuo cha. It is from, uh, what is this, from Firepot Nomadic Teas. And uh, Nomadic Teas sounds a lot like the gypsy side of my family when they got a little frisky. Nomadic Teas, gypsies, they travel. They're nomadic. Teas, the word, could sound like teas with the E at the end uh, when it got a little naughty. Anyway, so... Uh, I'll be doing a full review of that, but for now I can tell you it's very much a pu'er tea. It's dark, it's an excellent coffee replacement. I'm probably drinking it too late in the afternoon, but what the heck, I like to party. Very earthy, very deep, very rich. Uh, little chocolatey notes to it. Uh... A little vanilla-y, too, uh, quite minerally, uh, quite mineral, uh, kind of like a uh, mineral, like the smell of rain on hot, dry concrete, and uh, a compost-rich earthiness, but also a vegetal one, uh, uh, maybe a little mossy, maybe there's a little bit of weeds in your compost bin, that kind of thing. Excellent tea. I'm, I'm pro pu'er, gentle persons. In particular, when it comes to what pairs well in the tea world with a fine cigar. What am I going to be talking about today? What, what, am I, what are my topics today? Twofold. Try to keep them to two. That sounds about right. Cigar aficionado, I'm going to be talking about how they are apparently dumbing it all down. And I'm going to talk about the Joker movie, which I was uh, dragged into last night. And uh, spoiler alert, I was happy to have been dragged. And then we're going to finish it off with the Capulets Reads Capulets. And then I am going to go outside into my carport and record a Capulets television post-show. Cigar aficionado, dumbing it down. What does that mean? Well, it means they're dumbing it down. It means, well, let's go to Cigar Aficionados. And when I say Cigar Aficionado, I'm not speaking to the publication, uh, the print. I don't know that one. I, I, I don't like leafing through page after page of advertisement. It's not my thing. I feel bombarded. I feel bombarded easily, sure, but nevertheless, I feel bombarded. Got a little bit of snowflake in me, I'm not going to lie. And I think we all should. I think we all should. It's self-care. No, it's just you teach people how to treat you. Anyway... Cigar Aficionado, their Facebook, which uh, has links directly to their internet presentation. What do we got here? I'm going to ignore the first one because I'm going to wrap it up with that. But Arturo Fuente Cigars has teamed up with ST DuPont to create a line of accessories. So what we have here, gentlepersons, is a niche or a niche, depending on your tax bracket, of uh, 
that's trying to be filled by Cigar Aficionado, but unfortunately is filled in much superior fashion by independent bloggers, such as Half Wheel, such as Cigar Coop, and I, maybe not independent, but strictly online publications, blogs, industry blogs, industry news blogs, because I'm sure each of those entities covered this. I'm sure they covered it at least as well. And I'm sure they covered five to ten other stories in similar fashion that Cigar Aficionado, for whatever reason, did not cover. But let me see. What, what does that look like when Cigar Aficionado covers news? It looks like a nice length article. Uh, so it's not like a quick you know, it's it's not one of their reviews. It's not a 20-word review. Uh, it gives a little background. It uh, furnishes some links. It looks a lot like a blog. Again, done better elsewhere. Also, and that's not quite the dumbing down. That's, uh, that's the lazy. That's the least mode. Uh... Also, with the least mode is those aforementioned very short reviews, both on paper and online. But the dumbing down that I'm seeing is coming in the wake of, uh, first of all, clickbaity type articles, 15 fascinating facts about Cuba's most famous cigar brand, Cohiba. But even more so than the clickbaitness of it all, Learn how to tell whether the Hoyo de Monterey you're smoking is authentic or fake. This is just a half tick higher up on the intellectual food chain than cellophane on or cellophane off. How to spot a fake Hoyo de Monterey. I'll tell you, and they give you tips. Is is that dot in the right place? Is the border too close to the edge? Is that the right font? Is It's ridiculous. It's dumb. It's easy content because a lot of nascent smokers, for some reason, gravitate toward trying to prove their worth to the culture by spotting fake Cubans. I will tell you definitively... How to spot a fake Cuban if it is unable to travel from Cuba to Florida on a refrigerator door with four family members. It is not possibly a real Cuban. But seriously, folks, gentle persons, I digress. If... You cannot authenticate personally, first-handedly, that you went to Cuba. You went, whilst in Cuba, to a Cuban tobacco shop, purchased that cigar from the Cuban tobacconist of worth, and brought it home yourself. You gotta go fake. Did it have a glass top? It's fake. You know, it was Cohiba hand scrawled on a band-aid and placed around it. It's fake. Smoke it anyway? Enjoy it? 
It might not be a real, say, Hoyo de Monterey, but it's a real cigar. Yeah, it's a real cigar made of floor scrapings, human pubic hair, and potentially dog pubic hair. It's trash, gentle persons. Sure, smoke them if you got them and enjoy whatever experience you can. But uh, sometimes no experience is the best experience, given whatever options you may have. But it really does look like a dumbing down. But it might also be, uh, in light of the next topic I wanted to touch on with Cigar Aficionado, kind of like a, a, a gearing more toward the younger crowd's uh, fleeting uh, uh, attention span. And I've done it myself. My reviews, God's honest truth, they're, they're uh, less wordy than I'd like them to be at times. I consider myself at least a reviewer, but probably a critic. And there are differences between criticism and review. One being uh, a hallmark of it actually being where what you're reviewing fits into the history of the culture of what you are reviewing. Not always easy to do in cigars for many reasons, but I won't get into that. But I've shortened my word count. Uh, the blog word count that used to be like a thousand words was primo. Now it's 500. Look at YouTube. It used to be 15 minutes. Then it was 10. Now it's maximum of five. It's probably more like two or three minutes. So everything is getting quicker. There's more information out there. It's exciting. It's, 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 um, I forget what I was saying. But Nick Jonas took the cover of uh, the current issue, the current paper issue, glossy paper issue of Cigar Aficionado. It's like tw a 20-something, uh, moving away from the 80-year-old cover guys. That's good. The culture, if it doesn't continue to bring in new smokers, a.k.a. younger smokers, it will go away. So if you're a cigar smoker, please get behind this. But he did, Nick Jonas, whoever that fucking is, apparently took a lot of flack from uh, advertisers. And I don't not know who he is because I'm an old fart. I don't know who he is because I wouldn't if I were 12. 12-year-old 12 me was unaware completely of whoever that year's Nick Jonas was. 20-year-old me, sames. 30-year-old me, sames. Nick Jonas, 20-something-year-old cover of Cigar Aficionado, the youngest one ever, million, like a million clicks in rapid succession. Likes, comments, it blew up, and it blew back. He got a lot of flack from the anti-smoking brigade out there. And the bottom line is he's old enough to smoke. He likes to smoke. It's on the cover of Cigar Aficionado. It's not on the cover of Highlights Magazine. It's not on the cover of whatever Boy Scout publication there may be, or Girl Scout. And it's okay. This is our safe place, gentle persons. This is where we get to be snowflakes. 
So I guess thank you to Nick Jonas and um, continued success in your movie singing uh, comedy career dancing magic is it magic continued success nonetheless nick jonas in case you're for some reason listening and for those listening at home i'd like to take a moment uh hi mom the joker movie wow huh have you seen it yet i saw it the second night it was out I'll tell you one thing. The Quiet Man used to be the longest tobacco ad in the form of a movie that I ever did see. The Joker movie is right up there, if not more. Because in The Quiet Man, these blokes just happen to be smoking tobacco. It's a pipe, it's a cigar. I'm not sure if they do cigarette, but Joaquin Phoenix... You know, River Phoenix's less talented brother, the one with the hair lip. Uh, he, he used the cigarette that he almost constantly smoked, not just as I happen to be smoking, but it was very much an artsy addition to the movie. And I'm not going to give any spoiler alerts uh, because I'm not going to give any spoilers. So, if you haven't seen a movie yet, go see it. But the cigarette, wow, that's good. I mean, in an age where video games and Netflix are airbrushing out and removing in various fashion or refusing to put it in the first place any type of tobacco, the fact that this got in to the movie theater I was in, in Eugene, Oregon, of all fucking places, wow. That's a win for us. You talk about Nick Jonas being a win for us. Was it Nick Jonas? I already deleted his name. The kid. If you thought that was a win, this is two feathers in the cap, gentle persons, of our collective cap. Two feathers in our collective cap. It's a good thing. I also forgot how cool I think I looked when I smoked cigarettes. Uh, but I think I look cool doing this too. And looking cool is very important. Uh, the most interesting thing, other than some, uh, overt, not ham-fisted, they walked a couple of fine lines. They walked fine lines between ham-fisted and not, and, uh, uh, Looney Tunes, Flight of Fancy, and not, they also walk the line between uh, I can never watch this again, Requiem for a Dream. It was brilliant, but please no, don't make me. And I could watch this again. And I actually want to watch this again. And it's an art film. It was released, the uh, Joker movie, in art houses, in art festivals, cons. For Christ's sake, Jiminy Cricket. It's posited as an art film. It's presented as an art film. So it must be an art film. And it was a damn good one because art is supposed to walk that line. And it does. And it does it effectively. And it does it well. I'm saying you should go see this movie. There are some aspects of it 
that are so stylized, me as a visual, as a visually impaired person, I mean, I could see fine, I'm just not a visual artist, imagery isn't my thing, words are, our images aren't my thing, perhaps imagery is, but uh, the colors he wears matched with the background that he's in, look for that, uh, look for the font at the end of the movie that closes it out. Uh, orderlies chasing him hither and thither as the the end font hits your screen. Very Looney Tunish, very dark. But the question it really asks to me is: When do you, as a viewer, as the person ingesting, in an attempt to make sense of the story you are ingesting? When do you stop rooting for the character you're initially supposed to be rooting for? He's a sympathetic figure, very, but at what point do you break loose of all that and you say, you know what, I can't back him anymore. I'll, uh, probably uh, less further down the line than me, because I was totally rooting for this psychotic bastard. I, and I laughed out loud a couple of times, and I noticed uh, nobody else was. So, uh, so I'm probably not well beyond the caffeinated ruminating. I'm a little bit, little bit, little bit of a DC geek. I used to be a big DC geek. I never liked Marvel. I liked DC because they did classic as well as avant-garde equally well. Marvel is pablum. So knowing a bit about DC and the history of its characters, it would seem, and again, I'm not, not spoiling anything, but wouldn't it seem, I mean, it is, it's true, that at least in this movie, Batman's bio seems rewritten in such a way that it could rewrite the entire character, or the impetus behind his becoming the Batman. But do, gentle persons, go see the Joker movie. It's excellent. It's fun. I'm going to see it again. And I'm going to laugh even harder this time. Now, let's uh, go to some Kaplowitz Reads. Kaplowitz, and again, looking for sponsors here. So, uh, think about coming aboard. I could do something like, say, this is the Kaplowitz Reads Kaplowitz segment, powered by your brand here, your tea brand here, your coffee brand here. Diamond Crowned Cigars, Diamond Crown, Black Diamond, by J.C. Newman, Cigars, in review. This was my most recent uh, cigar, and I'll read one cigar, and I'll read one tea, and uh, that'll be this segment, and it'll probably be the most recent ones, but I, I mean, if I had to pick, I would have liked to read this one anyway. Posted 10419, 10-4, good buddy. J.C. Newman, Diamond Crown, Black Diamond, Wrapper, Connecticut Havana Seed Sun Grown, Binder, Dominican, Filler, Dominican, 
format. Four and a half by 54, what they call the Radiant, what I would call a Rothschild. Origin, Tabacalera, e Fuente, Isia, Dominican Republic, uh, strength medium full. Notes, charges out of the gate with dense dark chocolate and molasses. A distant potpourri. Then, via progression, comes a deep, full spice, allspice and anise seed. Black, then red pepper, then cayenne, smoothly. Very complex, via addition and nuance of each note. Undertones are abrasing cedar, which stiffens via toasting, leather, raisin slash prune. Underbelly is topsoil and compost, finishes of moderate length, and all muddles there tick, just with a lingering tannin quality. Aroma is very much a floral fruity showcase of just beautiful oily tobacco. Burns on an even line, just shy of being a razor, no retouches are, clo no retouches are close to considered. Draws a bit towards stiffly, but still in the quite acceptable spectrum. Ash stacks dimes in thirds, no hard slash soft spots, an offering which is stoic and special all at once, both dependable and luxurious. Nice. Final grade A minus. Let's go a little back in time, catch a T review if we can. Oh, I can't read that. It's a post from 10.3.19, Verdant T, I'm going to spell it, I-T. Kidding, I'm going to spell this, T-H-I-S. <laughs> Q-I-A-N-J-I-A-Z-H-A-I-C-R-A-S-S-I-C-O-L-U-M-N-E, Yabow. Who's Yabow? In review, Verdant T. Kinyaz Hai Krasikolum Nayabau. Spring 2018. Origin, for Christ's sake, really? Kinyaz Hai Mount Ayalo Yunnan, China, China. China, got it, nailed it, China. Type, Y-A-B-A-O. Q-I-N-J-I-A-Z-H-A-I, Asamka Varietal. My chest hurts. Format, loose leaf method, grandpa style. Notes, briskly youthful. But then again, buttery and deep for such delicate Playful notes, a medium amber liqueur with a tick of olive underhue. Clear, though slightly shy of sharply so. Pretty and lush leaves with reddish highlights, noses of deep herbaceousness. Flowers up front and a far back light spice. Parenthetically, aroma. Back to the sip, where I began. Foresty. Earthy as it settles, a bit like a virgin drink rendition of a raw puer, 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 <laughs> puer, like a fart. A yang to its yin, a drinkable springtime, I digress. Complex and densely nuanced, not a lot of flavors, 
but a lot of flavor and delivered both lively as well as thoughtfully. A bit lemony on the finish, and after quite clean, smooth, with no astringency beyond a bit of dryness on immediate sip, slurping adds a better look at its silky body and brighter takes on notes already present. A very intriguing cuppa, this. Some pine, uh, some pine nestles in via an accumulative effect. Final grade mm -hmm. A. Next week on episode 147 of Capitalist Radio, Capitalist Radio, I'll be uh, presented by Capitalist Media. I will be discussing pairing a shitty cigar or a shitty tea with what? More shit? Pair up? Pair down? Go shit shitty. What to do, what to do, I'll be telling you that. Also, 96 plus cigar ratings and why they are bad. Until then, though, I've been Kaplowitz for www.kaplowitz.xyz, Kaplowitz Media. You've been you. I'll continue to be me. You go ahead and continue to be the best you you can be. Have you capitalized today? Thanks. <laughs>